and welcome to Youth Fluential. We're excited to share today. And on our Youth Fluential topic today, I'm going to look at nine things that will be an encouragement to you. Nine things to be an encouragement to you. And sometimes we just came through a COVID season of, of like 15 months, and we just came through a lot of struggles financially that people had because of COVID. And I think it's time for encouragement. It's time that we get encouraged mm -hmm. because Satan wants to hurt us and he wants to discourage us. And that's his number one tool that he wants to use against the believer is discouragement. And even though I may get caught up with the problem, I can still see on the other side of that problem that God's going to bring encouragement. Encourage me. Uh, everybody need to be encouraged because day-to-day -day life is is a struggle. You know, it's, it's it brings a lot of you know adversity to our to our daily lives and what we do on a daily basis. But the encouragement is we have Christ. Uh, that's the most important thing in life. Um, you can take everything away from us, but you cannot take our salvation away from us. So right. I can't thinking. take our salvation. No. Well, you know, I want to continue with this idea of nine things to encourage you with. Mm -hmm. And when we think about the problems that are happening, there may be somebody experiencing a, a major problem, big problem. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Maybe something that's so you know, large in their life that really there's no way a normal human answer could ever give you mm -hmm. the, the, the need that you want. And it has to be a miraculous answer from the Lord. And you know what? God's in that kind of business. Mm -hmm. God's in the miraculous answer from the Lord business. And so we're going to look off. Let's start off with this. Number one, the first thing that we need to always remember and, and Satan wants us to forget this, is that God will answer your prayers. You ever think about that? God will answer your prayers. And you think, well, God's not answering my prayers. How come I don't have everything I want, what I think I should have? And God's in the business of answering prayer. And you got to take your request and make it known unto God with thanksgiving, as Philippians chapter 4, uh, verse 6 tells us. And with thanksgiving, let your request be made known unto God. You know, God gave me a verse. My son Caleb is here working with us this morning with mm -hmm. the podcast. So we have like four cameras going on. And we're trying to develop a proper podcast with our B-roll. And so Caleb's here today. But I want to tell a story about Caleb. Mm -hmm. And when Caleb was uh, two months old, he was in the hospital, and he was on his deathbed. And the doctor said to me that uh, there's nothing we can do, and it's just a matter of time. And, you know, the doctor was a very nice person, extremely, really high-end doctor, uh, chair of pulmonology at Children's Hospital. That's pretty high level. But um, I, I immediately thought of this verse that God put in my heart, mm. which is Matthew 21, 22. In Matthew 21, 22, I'm going to read that out of my Bible. Mm -hmm. And it says, And all things whatsoever ye shall ask in prayer, believing mm. ye shall receive. Mm. Okay, and that's, that's one of my life verses 
I have many life verses, Pat. Mm -hmm. Okay. And uh, so if we back that up, cursing of the fig tree, Jesus did. And in verse 21, Jesus answered and said to them, Verily I say unto you, if ye have faith and doubt not, mm -hmm. ye shall not only do this which is done to the fig tree, but also if ye shall say unto the mountain, Be thou removed, and be thou cast into the sea, it shall be done. And all things whatsoever ye shall ask in prayer, believing ye shall receive. Um, That's a powerful verse, Pat. Wow, that was, a, that was a good illustration. And my illustration I'm about to give just falls right in with, with sure. yours. Uh, when my son was born, um, uh, everything was great. It didn't start like yours. But at six months, he started having these spasms, okay. these seizures. And the doctor says, oh, and we were wondering, we thought it was reflexes. Okay. Took him to the hospital a bunch of times. They couldn't find out what was going on. Yeah. Um, finally, uh, my wife, you know, the smart one said, you know, we got to take him to a neurologist. Okay. I was like, neurologist? Oh, it, it's just something common. And we took him to a neurologist and they did an EEG okay. on his brain. And they said, yeah, he's having infantile spasm. Okay. Infantile spasm is a spasm that happens, um, in young children, kind of like when they're developing at six months, yeah. they kind of take them back okay. and then weaken their muscles. Mm -hmm. They can put them in a wheelchair. They can kill them. Yeah. So right away, the doctor said, doctor, uh, the doctor said, take them to the hospital right away. You guys got to go now. Wow. We went to the hospital and they just told us, um, man, um, you guys missed several weeks behind, and they've been de kind of degenerating his brain back. Okay. So, I mean, I was the toughest time seeing all these tubes in my son, and all. it was yeah. the toughest time. Mm -hmm. And wife was crying. I was sitting there praying, you know. But I, I have to remember, you know, God don't give us something we can't handle. I started thinking about that. I was like, you know what? God God's is in charge of the situation. And the illustration you're just giving here, you know, a person right that would break down. You know, I ask myself, why? Why would God give me this kid? What happened if it was in another family? They would have given up on him, right? Yeah. Right? So God did that for a reason. And from this day, you know, he has some health issues. He's learning again everything that he lost because of the seizures. Mm -hmm. Um he was on the spectrum and all that, you know, he got his physical, he goes to therapy, so he's doing OT, he's doing uh, speech therapy, he's doing all these therapies, and I, we take him every day. Yeah. And we see the improvement that he's been improving. It's amazing mm -hmm. how God works, right? Putting doctors and people in our lives mm -hmm. to improve his health. Yeah. You know, he got two major outcomes, speech and a little bit here and there. But you know what? For the most part, um, it's a process, but I think God put it in our family for a reason. See, if he was in another family, and I have read studies that those kind of kids in, in other family been treated wrong, you know, given away or treating them bad because the, 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 the responsibility that comes with that is, is pretty, it's pretty, uh, steep. So, but once again, I'll go back to my life verse, Philippians 4.13, I can do all things, right? Mm -hmm. If God can give us the strength for, to improve his health every day, and I have seen that.
That's important to everybody out there that remember any trouble that comes your way, you can you can fight that problems, diversity in your life with God's strength. Mm. So I just give you an illustration of what I don't tell a lot of people that I don't go on social media and say, Oh, my son, you know, he he's on, you know, he goes to therapy and they say he's on a spectrum, you know, and I thank God every time I take him to the therapy and I see other kids that comes in there, mm-hmm. you know, it's worse. And my, my son is improving and I see this and I was like, man, so I shared the story to, to say that um, we all go through day to day and that's different problems coming my life. I didn't quit, Tony. Mm-hmm. The first thing that neurology told us, this kind of thing make family quit. Your relationship with your wife is going to be harder and you guys going to quit. Yeah. I mean, why would he say that? Yeah. So I looked at him because I is doctor. They're being frank with you. I looked at him and I said, not in this family because we have God. Mm-hmm. See what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So um, for me, um, a lot of issues. There's so many big issues comes. It's like, man, this is another thing. Satan was trying to break away that family. Mm-hmm. Like he's trying to break away this world. Mm-hmm. You know, like, for example, I this theory of people going against each other because of color, because of uh, differences geographically, is Satan. It's his plan, right? We're all God's children. So he's doing everything he can to separate us. So I think for the most, now nah, there's evil in the world, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. So people that are watching out there got to understand, we don't we're coming here to give you sources that's going to help you with these adversities. Mm-hmm. So what you just get, Caleb's right here. I coach your son. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. Right. I remember at the time you said, well, when I told him to come out for sport, you said, nah, he got something wrong with his heart. But guess what? He didn't have a problem with that mm-hmm. in the season because it was God. Mm-hmm. And what he had been through is a testimony that, hey, God can do anything. Yeah. So I'm glad for that illustration. Yeah, it's you. a good Bible verse. And all things whatsoever you shall ask in prayer, believing mm. you shall receive. Now, some may take that verse and twist it and say, well, I believe God's going to give me, you know, a million dollars. Okay. <laughs> God's going to give me Cadillac or whatever. Okay. Uh, now, here's the thing. <laughs> First of all, all things... That means things that God would be glorified through. Mm-hmm. Okay? Not advancement of evil. Mm-hmm. Not I can get whatever I want. Mm-hmm. All things is the idea of, you know, Jesus used this illustration of mm-hmm. cursing the fig tree and it cursed. It died. And then he says, and you shall move this mountain and it shall be mountain. But you can't be asking for a mountain to be moved if God isn't the only one to be glorified through it. Mm-hmm. Okay? So when when that verse is used and, and, and applied correctly, okay, when we say all things, we're saying, God, I only want you to be pleased with the answer of this prayer. Mm-hmm. And that means... If the answer is no, then even though that may hurt me, carnal-wise, God will be glorified. And that spiritual-wise, God is always glorified through that. So sometimes we have to say, yes, Lord, I I understand you want me to have a no. And and I need to be satisfied with that. And sometimes we mistaken no's. um, We think it's a no, but it's a wait. Mm-hmm. And God wants us to wait. 
And we don't understand why it's a wait. But, you know, God wants us to be patient. And God wants us to enjoy the waiting on the Lord, even though we may not have the thing that we're asking for as of yet. Mm-hmm. And then uh, and then we get demoralized because we want it for ourselves. And we say, oh, it's a no. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And when God's saying no, it's not a no, it's a yes. Mm-hmm. But you have to wait. So we always say, God is rarely early, never late, and always right on time. Mm-hmm. And see, the answer of prayer that God will give you is if you believe by faith, and how much faith do you have to believe by? It's just the faith of a mustard seed mm-hmm. is all that you need. And if you have a faith of a mustard seed, a little teeny tiny seed inside the mustard, uh, I guess it's a fruit because it has um, seeds in it. Mm-hmm. And uh, inside that, or, or no, it's a vegetable. Yeah, it's a fruit. The fruit has fruit, seeds yeah, in it. Yeah. And in the inside the mustard seed is super tiny, super small. Mm-hmm. And there's like hundreds of them in one of the mustard. Even though, even though like the, you know, let me back up. I'll just say this for the Facebook friends, not for my youthful video. Mm-hmm. Fruits have seeds. Vegetables don't have seeds. But there are certain, quote, vegetables that have seeds. The tomato vegetable has a seed. The, the mustard vegetable has a seed. Um, I think a potato is a night uh, vegetable. So there's just different classifications of vegetables. So not not all vegetables don't have seeds. Okay, We just say, oh, the tomato is a fruit because it has a seed. But actually, it's a vegetable. And the mustard is a vegetable. That's for your Facebook friends out there, okay? We won't, <laughs> we'll edit that out for the video. Yeah. And here you go. Just one of those little seeds. That's how much trust you have to have in the Lord. And why is it a size? Because it's not about size. Mm-hmm. It's about whether you have it or not. It's not, oh, I got it and I got a ton of it. It's, you got it, period, then. Mm-hmm. That's it. And what do we have? Faith. Believing on the Lord for things not seen. Mm-hmm. As Hebrews 11, chapter 11, verse 1 tells us. Mm-hmm. The elders receive the good report, believing on the things that they hope for, things not seen. Mm-hmm. Good report, Pat. Yeah. I can honor God. I can have faith. But I, I don't believe it because I don't see it. Mm-hmm. Well, there's a lot of things in this world we believe that we don't see. Mm-hmm. All right, if the doctor tell you today, hey, man, you have this problem. But guess what? I'm going to help you fix that. Mm-hmm. Do you believe that doctor? Mm-hmm. Right? Yeah. You have faith in him, right? Yeah. So when the Bible tells us something, hey, we need to repent. We need to change our lives, right? Do we believe that? Okay. We should because what? It's evidence. Mm-hmm. So I think that's what it comes in. We have to honor our faith. And when you have faith, man, trust God, man. Yeah. So. so the Lord will honor your faith. And so the Bible verse that I'd like to include that with is Matthew chapter 7, verse 7, which says, in my Bible, it says, Ask, and it shall be given you. Seek, and ye shall find. Mm. Knock, and it shall be opened mm. unto you. Mm. Okay, notice carefully, there was three verbs there. Ask, seek, and knock. Three actions. 
Mm-hmm. You got to have those three actions if you're going to have faith. You see, those three actions is the outward showing of an inward heart of faith. How about that? Outward showing. Yeah. Inward heart of faith. You see, got faith? Yeah. Well, let me see your action. Yeah. Bible well, says you should know them by the fruit. Yeah, you got to have action. Yeah. So what are those actions? Okay, Matthew chapter 7, very first one is asked. That means going to the Lord in prayer. Mm-hmm. That means you ask him for God to be glorified, just we said, Matthew 21, 22. You got to be asking all things for God to be glorified, yeah. not just ask anything. Yeah, it's, that's what it would day-to-day life, because I tell you, last week I had a, I had a tough week, but guess what? I got to start praying, man, for some of those things to come to fruition. which I can't do it all by myself. I got to do it through God's strength. So mm-hmm. we don't, you're right, Tony. We don't ask, but we want. Yeah. Right. And then the second part is seek. You got to turn those rocks upside down. You got to beat the bush. Mm-hmm. You got to find out where that answer's at. Seek. But you know what? That's really what life's all about. Mm-hmm. It's just looking for those things that we need. Mm-hmm. We got to look and search, pick things up, and think about it. Meditate on the Lord. Mm-hmm. And you know, sometimes we don't understand how it's going to ha- happen. But you know what? You just rest and trust. And sometimes you fight, mm-hmm. you know, sometimes you fight to find something. Sometimes you approach looking for something wrong. But you have this vision and this understanding that even though you, you may be falling wrong, you want to seek this goal. And and you put passion into it. And then, and then you know what, you keep working at it. And a good thing is going to happen. Mm-hmm. Even if I didn't find that audio device today, you know, we had a plan B and we actually thought our plan B was going to be better than our plan A. Mm-hmm. But even if I didn't find that device, we would have continued on just like another day and praising God. And then we would ultimately ended up finding that audio device mm-hmm. or buying a new one and everything would have been fine. Mm-hmm. But you just have to seek and then knock. Mm. Knocking is different than asking God in prayer. Knocking is different than looking underneath the rock. Knocking is putting your hand on a door and trying to see if that door will open. Mm-hmm. And, you know, here, so, here's the refer- phrase. God's not opening up doors for me, so yeah. I guess it's not God's will. Yes. I yes. said, what? A lot of people where's, say it. Where does yeah. it say that in the Bible? Yeah. You know what I say? You get to that door and you knock on it. If, if it's, it's closed, knock on it. Yeah, if you can knock hundred times, do it. Listen, there's been many a door I got locked out on. I got locked out on my cars. I get locked out on my cars maybe once a year. Mm-hmm. I I have a triple A. Uh, I know how to get in there. You know what, Tony? Let me, let me give you a few examples. You know how people got bucket lists, right? Oh, yeah. They will go out of their way to meet those bucket lists. But right. asking God... Right? To come into your heart. Well, or asking God for something that they knock and oh God's not answering, so I'm gonna give up. Come on, man. What? Yeah, you can't give up on on things that you know. It may not happen now. It might happen later on in life. But um man, I now we use the word things for like material, but it could yeah. be a soul to sure. be saved. Yeah, yeah. Or it could be a family member's or sickness that you want God to heal somebody. Man, people give up too easily, and I think you're right. You got to keep knocking, 
to that. You gotta not, you gotta put some uh, energy. You gotta put some physical work into seeking the answer that God wants That's to give right. you. You gotta keep knocking. The, point keep is knocking. the Lord will give peace to all who ask. You know, if there's one thing we need today, it's the peace of God in our lives. Mm -hmm. Because without God's peace, we're going to fall into the trap of being worried, fall in the trap of being nervous, and we're going to be defeated by the evil one. We won't be able to focus and concentrate. We need the peace of God. Mm. And the Bible gives us a great verse, Isaiah chapter 26, verse 3. It says, Thou will keep him, thou is antecedent for God, thou will keep him in perfect peace whose mind mm. is stayed on thee mm. because he trusteth in thee. Trusting in God is an outward showing of resting or or having your mind stayed on thee. Mm -hmm. This is that's that's perfect, man. That's a powerful verse. Yeah, yeah, Isaiah. That's these verses you have on here is awesome. You know why Isaiah was upset about that? Because they wanted to kill Isaiah. Mm -hmm. He was preaching to the nation of Israel in Jerusalem and he they didn't like his message. Yeah. And so he was actually upset that they were gonna throw him. You know how Isaiah died? They put they, them they on put the table them, they and they yeah. sawed them in half. Pure evilness. His own people mm -hmm. sawed Isaiah. Sawed them, Pat. The prophet of God. Yeah, but. Who gave only good news. Yeah, but Tony, you know, that illustration is good. But how many times we've been persecuted just, you know, preaching God's word or believing in our faith, you know? So um, it, it's it's incredible that people. Um, don't find peace in God's word. You know, I, I always ask myself, man, why are we here on mm -hmm. earth? Mm -hmm. What's your number one goal? Why would God make to glorify him? Mm -hmm. Right. Mm -hmm. I have peace in that. Mm -hmm. And a lot of people don't because, you know, life is a, people says life is a vapor. Mm -hmm. uh, one question. The Bible I ask, says that yeah, James. Yeah. I want to ask myself this question. How will people remember me when I'm gone? Mm -hmm. Oh, he was great at this. He was doing no. He impact people for Christ, mm -hmm. and that's why I want my like in my life to you know impact more people because people did that for me. Mm -hmm. And the problem is people um, don't have peace. Peace is just something that everybody needs in their life. Mm -hmm. People go through a difficult time. Mm -hmm. They just need that peace. You ever been away to? Uh, Camping site and then just peaceful waterfalls yeah. and just yeah. relax, yeah. no stress, yeah. nothing. Right. You go away, you don't have to worry about the house cutting the grass, doing anything, right? Mm. And people have those kind of lives. We don't, you yeah. know what I mean? But just peaceful, nobody bothering you, anything like that. You know what? God peace is different. When He's into our lives, when He gives us peace, mm -hmm. when we ask for it, it's incredible. Yeah. So. We need the peace of God because there's a lot of troubles in our lives today. Yeah, yeah. Well, how about the fourth one, Pat? The Lord cares just for you. Yeah, just for you. Just for you, the Bible tells us just in 1 Peter 5, 7. It says, casting all your care upon him. Yes. For he careth for you. You see, God says he cares just for you. And you know what? I need that. I need that. Mm. He cares for you because I, you know what? I'm a, I'm a crepit person. I got a lot of problems, Pat. You're intense. You're not. Dude, a I'm out of control sometimes. Yeah. Well, you know what? 
Oh, man. You said God care for you. You said you're out of control. Everybody's out of control. I don't care who you are out there, Facebook friends. And I, and I really mean it. We all have our moments. Mm-hmm. We all do. Mm-hmm. We all have moments, right? All right. What is your moments? Right? Mm-hmm. But God care. He don't care about what you go through. He don't care about, you know, how much you can, how much you got or how much you know or who you are. Mm-hmm. He just care about you because what he made you. When the Bible said God, we were made in God's image. Mm-hmm. That means he cared about us. Yeah. I wouldn't make anything in my image. Mm-hmm. <laughs> no. Right. All right. So when he said cared about you, man, he do care about us. Sure. When the Bible said for God so loved the world, you know, hey, he cares. Mm-hmm. So. Well, he cares for you. And don't ever forget that. Because the devil wants you to forget that. Yes. The devil yes. wants you to think, nobody cares for me. Mm-hmm. The devil wants you to think, no one really cares. Listen, God cares. But, Sometimes we think nobody cares. And maybe you don't have anybody in your life that cares. But God cares. Yeah, but Tony, you know, when people do that, don't think God cares. That's when creep and doubts get in there. That's when people get depressed. When it falls, when it fights so hard and saying or going after something that doesn't happen, they get depressed. Oh, God, I don't care. Mm-hmm. That's what they think. Yeah. Last week, all this, and I said, man, why am I going through this? Yeah. I'm the one that's serving God. I'm the one that's doing the right thing. Maybe God don't care. That's mm-hmm. what Satan wants me to yeah. realize, right? Mm-hmm. He, God do cares. God's promise says he cares. Right. We don't have a God that says, well, today I care, tomorrow I don't. Yeah. He cares every second, every minute of the day. Every day, 24 hours, he never stops caring. Mm-hmm. And you see, you can always go to God and you can say, God, do you care? Mm-hmm. You can ask him that. Not with a disrespectful attitude, but an attitude of saying, I need your touch because I know you want to care for me. You got a verse right underneath there. It's like, casting all you cared upon him. For he carrieth. Carry. Yeah, I'm a yeah. carry. I mean, I'll care. Sometimes the Bible puts You know what? The here. King James actually has got yeah. that all tangled up today. I care for you. All right? So for he careth for you. That is, man, that's, yes. that's, that's <laughs> incredible. You know, sometimes the Bible phrase, their word, the word, the word thing back in it, or the, the Bible word, it's, it's incredible, though, because... I'm, I'm gonna say this, Tony. When the Bible says, when when uh, Peter says, "Casting all you cared upon Him," He meant everything. Yeah. Or when Jesus went on that cross and died for our sin, He put it. He said, "All your sin, everything you got, put it on Me." That's incredible. Word casting means to throw. Yeah. It's like it means to you know propel something. Yeah. Far away. That is. That's, you see, God. God wants to take your problems and put them on the deepest sea. He wants to take it as far as ways from the east as from the west. And God wants to take your sin away. Mm-hmm. He wants to take the issues that are hurting you away, and He wants to set you and me free with the peace of God. Unbelievable. And you see, you can have that today if you ask the Lord Jesus to be your personal Lord and Savior. If you never have. Ask the Lord to be your Savior. Awesome. You need to do that today. Mm-hmm. You see, that's why we're having this live Youth Financial Podcast. It's to be an encouragement to you today. If you're listening, we want to encourage you. 
Maybe you've never had an opportunity to ask, invite Jesus Christ to be your personal Lord and Savior. Well, friend, I want to encourage you here today, right now. You can do that right now by inviting Jesus to be your Savior. You see how you do that? By turning toward God and trusting that he died on the cross, shed his blood for your sin, and rose again from the grave, proving he is God. And when you invite Jesus Christ to come in your life by faith, then he'll come in to take away your sin, Mm. take away the worries, take away the hurt, and to give you true peace in your life. Mm. And he wants to do that right now. Would you ask to invite Jesus Christ to be your Savior? Do that right now. Mm. I, I can lead you in a word of prayer right now, right here. And with your eyes open, you can pray. All right, if you want to close your eyes, that'd be great. Either way. And tell them this in your own words quietly. Dear Lord Jesus, I believe you died on the cross for my sin. He did that for you. Mm. And I believe you rose again from the grave proving you are God. He's alive today. And Lord Jesus, I ask you to come into my life. Would you ask him that quietly? And save me now. Would you ask him that? And if you're serious about that decision, then God's serious about coming into your life. And so that's why Pat and I are doing the Youth Influential Podcast, is to communicate the gospel and his love to you, that you can receive the Lord Jesus in your life. Won't you do that right now? I hope so. And if you did, leave a comment on our Youth Influential YouTube channel and let us know you did that. Or maybe you're watching by Facebook and leave a comment. I ask the Lord to come in my life. Mm. And, uh, and that would be awesome if you could do that. We ask it. You would do that right now. You know what, Pat? Our next one is mm-hmm. the Lord will come. Number five, the Lord takes away our fear of the unknown. Mm. You might explain that to the people a little bit more because that's. Well, the that, ber- Bible verse is Luke 5, 36. Mm-hmm. As soon as Jesus heard the word that was spoken, he saith unto the ruler of the synagogue, be not afraid, only believe. believe. So that word believe. That was Jairus. Jairus was asking Jesus to heal his daughter. Yeah, he said, believe. Do not be afraid. And Jairus is like, my daughter is sick, lying in bed right now, and even could die. And and Jesus said, okay, I'll go. And then while they're walking, Mm -hmm. uh, a lady came and took his uh, garment at the edge of his garment. Mm -hmm. And she, the Bible says she had an issue, a blood issue. Mm -hmm. And when this lady grabbed his garment, Jesus stopped and said, I, I detected someone touched me because virtue came out of me. Mm. And this guy's like, Jesus, come on, let's go. We got to get to my house. Mm-hmm. And Jesus is stopping now. And he's saying to all those that are around him, mm-hmm. the Bible says the press, because they were all pressed, who touched me? Mm-hmm. Who touched me? And all these people are bumping into him. Who touched me? You see, even though people are all around him, mm-hmm. they weren't touching him for virtue and healing. Mm-hmm. But one dead. Yeah. So Jesus is doing a miracle, right? What's Jairus doing? Jairus is like panicking. Hi, <laughs> man. Who cares about the miracle? Yeah. Who cares about the woman that touched him? Who cares about the virtue coming out of him? Come on, man. We got to go do what I need. Yeah. Yeah. That's what Jerry's is thinking. But right? I, so, a- so the unknown, Jerry's 
is in fear. Mm-hmm. Well, isn't that tied to our story, though? That we just, the example we get from the beginning, mm-hmm. right? But all we did was believe. You believe that your son would have came out of something probably most people wouldn't have. I believe some my son would have been in a wheelchair or been, you know, probably badly, mm-hmm. you know, uh, probably gone mm-hmm. if we didn't believe. It's the same thing that, that that's going on here. And so, but it was the unknown. No, you're right. So, and so you know what? So, and then right after that, the master, the, the guy's servant came and said, don't bother the master no longer. Your daughter is dead. Mm. So they stalled. And now she died. And that's when Jesus looked at him and said, be not afraid. Believe. Only. Believe. Woo! That's powerful right there. That's- be not afraid. Only believe. Yeah, it's it's hard to believe, Tony. Today now, people don't believe because circumstance. You know what? I, I came to a conclusion. This is my own opinion. I think people don't believe in Christ or don't want to change your life mm-hmm. because they want to live the because they know if you believe and change your life, now you are now you have to live a life now. Well, you want to have to believe on Christ. You don't have to believe in your own yeah, abilities. Right. Well, in our country, in, yes. our, in our society. So yeah, it's it's in like, our culture. dude, what do you have to lose, man? Do you you if you don't, I mean, just think about it. All right. Somebody once told me, man. Not nobody told me. That, well, I can say a lot of people told me this, but believing is hard. I can today. I can tell Caleb. So. All right, go in that, there you go. Go in the car, right? And there's money in the car, right? Okay. Go in the car, look underneath the seat, and you can have it. Mm-hmm. Would Caleb believe me? No. He probably wouldn't. Are you kidding? Caleb, that's $5,000. You can have it. You won't believe me. Right. I wouldn't either. Right. <laughs> but but you see, but you see here, people have that fear and doubt, Tony, mm-hmm. to believe in the Bible. Some some people say, well, the Bible is written by man. The Bible, uh, the Bible people said the Bible is just full of errors or this and that. But yet we believe in circular books yeah. that man wrote. Mm-hmm. We believe in doctors, we believe in People that God gave these great abilities, right? Mm-hmm. Why can we believe in Him? Mm-hmm. Believe His word. Yeah, that's when we're weak. Yeah. I, and so the next verse, one of that fa- famous mm-hmm. passage in there is mm-hmm. Psalms forty-one tells us. It says, "Run, not be weary. Walk, not mm-hmm. faint. Renew your strength mm-hmm. as the young men." And you see, sometimes we just. We just lose our vision and lose our strength. Mm-hmm. And oftentimes we lose it because we're trying to do it in our own strength. And when we lose our vision and lose our strength, God says, I will strengthen thee. Mm-hmm. Don't be dismayed. That's when the strength of the Lord is going to carry you. Yeah. When you can do no more and you run out of your physical strength. Mm-hmm. So the Lord will always not just take care of you. He not only cares for you, he'll completely take care of you. Mm-hmm. 
No matter what your circumstances yeah. is. And it's when you're weak. Mm -hmm. Because when we're strong, <laughs> we don't need God. Yeah. You ever remember this? Like, I mean, you ever think about this? Not remember. Think about this. Like, when God bless somebody, they're like, okay, I'm good now. But they don't, the same intent that came in with God blessing them, they don't show that intent to God anymore. Mm -hmm. It's kind of like, okay, God healed this person, but it's done. Mm -hmm. the, you, <laughs> let me phrase it. Do you know the only time people run to God when it's a big disaster or something happening in the country mm -hmm. or in the world? Mm -hmm. Everybody like, oh, let's start praying. Those people are saying, let's start praying. Let's go to God. Mm -hmm. Don't have anything to do with God when there's not suffering or there's not a major thing going on in, in, in the world. Mm -hmm. Right? Mm -hmm. They just say it. Mm -hmm. Even though they don't believe in God, they just mm -hmm. say it. Mm -hmm. All right? Who do we run to? Oh, let's pray. Even the people that don't believe in God, let's pray. Mm -hmm. Let's pray that that family will go. Let, let's pray. Mm -hmm. Wait a minute. Right? Where were we? Uh, when everything is good, we don't need God. Mm -hmm. But when something is going on, now we need God. I always said, when you, when something's going wrong, we need God. When something's going good, we need God. Mm -hmm. Both ways. Mm -hmm. So uh, that's what people see that as, man, you know, for example, when 9-11 happened, all the churches yeah, were filled. Absolutely. Man, people were on fire for God. It's right. kind of like America was turning right. around. And as soon like after three months, a few months, mm -hmm. everybody went back to, oh, yeah, everything's good now. Mm -hmm. See what I'm saying? Yeah. It doesn't make sense to me. Yeah. It does not make sense to me. Well, and anybody people, out there know. People get lazy, you know. Yeah, I was in I was in high school when that happened. I remember that. The churches were filled. People were on fire for God. Man. Mm. Two months later, what's everybody at? You know, mm. so I don't understand that, Tony. Well, you know, we as believers will always remember God will completely take care of you. Number seven, the Lord will always defend his children. You know what? We need to know that. Mm. Sometimes we feel like no one's defending us, sometimes we're left alone. But you know what? God says, I will always take care of you. Psalms 5, verse 11. But let all those that put their trust in thee rejoice. Mm. Let them ever shout for joy because thou defendest them. Amen. The Bible says God defendeth his children. Amen. Let them also that love thy name be joyful in thee. God's going to take care of you. God's going to defend you. Mm -hmm. You know, when we think of defense, sometimes we think of the word. Mm -hmm. Well, number eight, the Lord will help give help to all who ask. Now, we looked at ask, seek, and knock. But here, the Lord says, yeah. I'll give you help. Yeah. Sometimes people look at that and be like, oh, man, it's going to be things. If, it, if that was the case, be like, God, oh, man, give me a C8, a C7, C5. You know, I'm a Corvette guy, you know. Mm -hmm. yeah. But those things don't matter, man. Mm -hmm. All right. I'm not going to take that with me. Mm -hmm. the, the question we should be asking is um, that God will help us. God, help me reach people for you. Oh, yeah. That's the question we should be asking. Yeah. Those things are temporal. Uh, those things are good. If you have them, it's okay. Yeah. Because God bless you with it. But those things are not the question we should ask, say, oh, God would, uh, the Lord would give help to all who ask. We should be asking God to strengthen our spiritual life right. every day. We should be asking God to, for us to be uh, reaching out, reaching other people for the gospel. Yeah, you know, putting our time in um, to to help people to know the Word of God. So those are the things I think 
like I said, the Bible says, seek ye first the kingdom of God, and all these things shall be added unto you. Mm. No, I have a bucket list. I have stuff I want to do in life. Yeah. But God has to come first before I do those things. The Lord will give help to all who ask. The key here is help. Mm-hmm. Psalms chapter 46, verse 1. The psalmist wrote, God is our refuge and strength, a very present help in trouble. Hmm. So the word very means a, a strong emphasis of not only uh, the idea of present, but quick, a very present help in trouble. Hmm. Listen, when you're in trouble. hmm you're going to want God on your side. Mm-hmm. He's going to want to defend you and help you. It's nothing worse than mm-hmm. going into trouble and not knowing or having the Lord. Mm-hmm. Have you been in trouble, friend? If you've been in trouble, God wants to get you out of it. Yeah, I, I know a God that always, when he gets in trouble, the first thing he starts praying. He does? Yes, he starts praying. Oh, starts. Starts praying. Well, you know what? God wants you to pray before you get in trouble. Yeah. But you know what? If you start praying when you're in trouble, that's okay. Yeah. Yeah. That is like, that's a good time to start. If like, you haven't started, just, that's a good time to start. But just think about it. When we get in trouble, what's the first reaction? Oh, how can I solve this? How can, what can I do? Yeah. Or what can somebody else do? Those are good thoughts. Those are good things. But what can God do? Right? Mm-hmm. That's the question we need to ask ourselves. Because if you, if you want to be honest with yourself that, hey, I'm going to battle with this, but I got to go in battle with God because at the end of the day, he's the one I'm going to give you the refuge and he's the one I'm going to give you uh, uh, the strength yeah. to go through it. So that's the first, I, mean, I was like, man, I don't even think like that, man. A very present help. A very yeah. Present help yeah. So it's what the Lord is. It's like, so going to again, when we're going to the indoor game, I always pray for real quick, Lord help me today with, with this game. Mm-hmm. All right. Real quick, yeah. Cause I'm, I'm like, I'm, I'm, I'm so competitive. I want to win. Give me good attitude. Okay. Don't let people distract. I give you a perfect example. There was a guy on the other team. I think he was supporting the other team. He was sitting in the stands. Ask my teammates. He was he's haunting me the whole game. Hey, you got you a jerk. Yeah, you got. I didn't do anything. He was just mocking at me, just saying stuff to me. I scored three times. One of the time I scored, I pointed at him in the stands like that. Oh no! And I shouldn't. And I was like, my, and my buddy's like, "Ah, oh, coach, come on!" So, in the heat of a moment, and he kept saying stuff the whole game, whole game. So after the game, he was. I think he came down from the stand. I went to. I was shaking. I like the dub. Yeah, I was shaking to all the other players, and I went to him. I said, "Good game." And he and he he face bumped me like that. Yeah. Right. But the first reaction I got, I said, what's this guy talking? I was just talking to him. I said, oh, well, you're in the stand. My reaction was, like, come was down. Was that a one-and-done playoff? Yes. I was like, why don't you come down here? Uh, matter of fact, uh, I have the YouTube stuff. I, I sent it to you. You're not going to play him again? Say, say, no, they're out. He's going home. <laughs> you're yelling. You can sit at home and yell. But I, I'm saying this, though. All right? When the battle is, I wanted to say something to that guy so bad <laughs> that I was going to hurt his feeling. Mm-hmm. But... Scoring a point at him, mm-hmm. you know, doesn't solve the situation. But it made me feel, you know, good said, dude. Did it feel right? Yeah, Uh-oh. yeah, yeah. So right. um, to, to to answer this question is when you go into battle or when you do something, you got to go with God's strength, man. Pray about it. Mm-hmm. 
Oh, so, yeah. Yeah. Number nine, our last one is help always comes from the Lord. So please ask him for it. Oh, man. Always comes. Help always comes from the Lord. So please ask him for it. Hmm. Man, this is a, oh, man. Always come from the Lord. Psalm People don't believe that, though. So this is a powerful passage, Psalms 121. I will lift up mine eyes unto the hills from whence cometh my help. My help cometh from the Lord, which made heaven and earth. He will not suffer my foot to be moved. He that keepeth thee will not slumber. Mm. Behold, he that keepeth Israel shall not neither slumber nor sleep. Verse 5. The Lord is thy keeper. The Lord is thy shade upon thy right hand. The sun shall not smite thee by day, nor the moon by night. The Lord shall preserve thee from all evil. He shall preserve thy soul. Mm. The Lord shall preserve thy going out and thy coming in from this time forth and even forevermore. Listen, help always comes from the Lord. Mm -hmm. So why don't you ask for it? Always ask him for it. You know what people don't ask for? They don't have the patience. They don't have, people don't have, um, they, they ask, they don't ask for it because it don't come quick enough. The Bible says seek and you shall find, mm -hmm. right? So if you're not seeking these things, mm -hmm. um, you're not going to find. And people don't ask because they feel like, oh, you know what? I can do everything through my own strength. I think that's what it comes down to. Mm -hmm. Um, but asking is is free. You don't have to pay nothing. No, not, it's all free. Yeah. Just ask God. It's like asking God to come into your life. You know, I, I, a lot of religion, and I don't, I don't go into religion okay. that much. Mm -hmm. But just repenting mm -hmm. for your, for God to help you in your life. Mm -hmm. How is that hard mm -hmm. for anybody, mm -hmm. right? Um, you don't have to pay. You don't have to do no rituals. Mm -hmm. You don't have to do anything. Mm -hmm. You don't have to do certain things to enter the kingdom of God. Or, I mean, uh, Christianity, mm -hmm. all you got is love. All you got to do is ask. Mm -hmm. The Bible said, ask, mm -hmm. all right, and you shall be forgiven. Me forgiven everything that I have done in my, everything. Yeah. How is that hard, Tony? Yeah. People don't ask because we're sitting, people are sitting on, hey, I'm, if I become a Christian, uh, I got to change the way I act. I got to change the way I do things, mm -hmm. right? We're not perfect, mm -hmm. all right? Well, you know what we have that other people, we have salvation, mm -hmm. right? And I think that's what it comes down to. Um, we don't ask because, hey, I do it later. Yeah. Right? <laughs> uh, I mean, I'm in the middle of something right now. I can't do that right now. If I do that, then no, you can't worry about it. You got to ask. Mm. All right. So. Well, I just want to say thank you today. And we're so excited that you're watching, and we need subscribers. So if you're watching and you haven't subscribed, please subscribe. Go subscribe. Subscribe to, to our channel. And uh, the more subscribers we get, the more YouTube will promote us. Mm -hmm. And uh, if you're watching on Facebook now, go to YouTube and then type in Youthfluential. That's one word, Youthfluential, just like it sounds, to our channel. And subscribe, because we need subscribers on our channel. 
That would be a big help and a big encouragement to us. Mm-hmm. Well, I just want to say thank you for watching today. And we hope you're encouraged. We hope you're encouraged by the word of God and by what God's word says and, and, and the uh, ideas that we've shared with you today. The nine ideas of encouragement from the Lord. Mm-hmm. And I just want to say thank you for watching. God bless you. Take care. We love you. And the mm-hmm. Lord loves you. And God will encourage you through your life. Peace and love. Go subscribe. All right. God bless. Peace and love. All right.